Exodus chapter 22. If a man steals an ox or a sheep and kills it or sells it, he must pay back five head of cattle for the ox and four sheep for the one sheep. If a thief is caught breaking in and is struck so that he dies, there will be no blood guilt for him. If the sun has risen on him, then there is blood guilt for him. A thief must surely make full restitution. If he has nothing, then he will be sold for his theft. If the stolen item should in fact be found alive in his possession, whether it be an ox or a donkey or a sheep, he must pay back double. If a man grazes his livestock in a field or a vineyard, and he lets the livestock loose, and they graze in the field of another man, he must make restitution from the best of his own field and the best of his own vineyard. If a fire breaks out and spreads to thorn bushes, so that stacked grain or standing grain or the whole field is consumed, the one who started the fire must surely make restitution. If a man gives his neighbor money or articles for safekeeping, and it is stolen from the man's house, if the thief is caught, he must repay double. If the thief is not caught, then the owner of the house will be brought before the judges to see whether he has laid his hand on his neighbor's goods. In all cases of illegal possessions, whether for an ox, a donkey, a sheep, a garment, or any kind of lost item about which someone says, This belongs to me, the matter of the two of them will come before the judges, and the one whom the judges declare guilty must repay double to his neighbor. If a man gives his neighbor a donkey or an ox or a sheep or any beast to keep, and it dies or is injured or is carried away without anyone seeing it, then there will be an oath to the Lord between the two of them that he has not laid his hand on his neighbor's goods, and its owner will accept this, and he will not have to pay. But if it was stolen from him, he will pay its owner. If it is torn in pieces, then he will bring it for evidence, and he will not have to pay for what was torn. If a man borrows an animal from his neighbor, and it is hurt or dies when its owner was not with it, the man who borrowed it will surely pay. If its owner was with it, he will not have to pay. If it was hired, what was paid for the hire covers it. If a man seduces a virgin who is not engaged and goes to bed with her, he must surely pay the marriage price for her to be his wife. If her father refuses to give her to him, he must pay money for the bride price of virgins. You must not allow a sorceress to live. Whoever has sexual relations with a beast must surely be put to death. Whoever sacrifices to a god other than the Lord alone must be utterly destroyed. You must not wrong a resident foreigner, nor oppress him, for you were foreigners in the land of Egypt. You must not afflict any widow or orphan. If you afflict them in any way, and they cry to me, I will surely hear their cry, and my anger will burn, and I will kill you with the sword." and your wives will be widows, and your children will be fatherless. If you lend money to any of my people who are needy among you, do not be like a moneylender to him, do not charge him interest. If you do take the garment of your neighbor in pledge, 
you must return it to him by the time the sun goes down, for it is his only covering, it is his garment for his body. What else can he sleep in? And when he cries out to me, I will hear, for I am gracious. You must not blaspheme God or curse the ruler of your people. Do not hold back offerings from your granaries or your vats. You must give me the firstborn of your sons. You must also do this for your oxen and for your sheep. Seven days they may remain with their mothers, but give them to me on the eighth day. You will be a holy people to me. You must not eat any meat torn by animals in the field. You must throw it to the dogs. Exodus chapter 23 You must not give a false report. Do not make common cause with the wicked to be a malicious witness. You must not follow a crowd in doing evil things. In a lawsuit, you must not offer testimony that agrees with a crowd so as to pervert justice. And you must not show partiality to a poor man in his lawsuit. If you encounter your enemy's ox or donkey wandering off, you must by all means return it to him. If you see the donkey of someone who hates you fallen under its load, you must not ignore him, but be sure to help him with it. You must not turn away justice for your poor people in their lawsuits. Keep your distance from a false charge. Do not kill the innocent and the righteous, for I will not justify the wicked. You must not accept a bribe, for a bribe blinds those who see and subverts the words of the righteous. You must not oppress a resident foreigner, since you know the life of a foreigner, for you were foreigners in the land of Egypt. For six years you are to sow your land and gather in its produce, but in the seventh year you must let it lie fallow and leave it alone so that the poor of your people may eat, and what they leave any animal in the field may eat. You must do likewise with your vineyard and your olive grove. For six days you are to do your work, but on the seventh day you must cease, in order that your ox and your donkey may rest, and that your female servant's son and the resident foreigner may refresh themselves. Pay attention to everything I have told you, and do not even mention the names of other gods. Do not let them be heard on your lips. Three times in the year you must make a pilgrim feast to me. You are to observe the Feast of Unleavened Bread. Seven days you must eat bread made without yeast, as I commanded you, at the appointed time of the month of Abib, for at that time you came out of Egypt. No one may appear before me empty-handed. You are also to observe the Feast of Harvest, the first fruits of your labors that you have sown in the field, and the Feast of Ingathering at the end of the year, when you have gathered in your harvest out of the field. At three times in the year all your males will appear before the Sovereign Lord. You must not offer the blood of my sacrifice with bread containing yeast. The fat of my festal sacrifice must not remain until morning. The first of the firstfruits of your soil you must bring to the house of the Lord your God. You must not cook a young goat in its mother's milk. I am going to send an angel before you to protect you as you journey and to bring you into the place that I have prepared. 
Take heed because of him, and obey his voice. Do not rebel against him, for he will not pardon your transgression, for my name is in him. But if you diligently obey him, and do all that I command, then I will be an enemy to your enemies, and I will be an adversary to your adversaries. For my angel will go before you, and bring you to the Amorites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Canaanites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites, and I will destroy them completely. You must not bow down to their gods. You must not serve them or do according to their practices. Instead, you must completely overthrow them and smash their standing stones to pieces. You must serve the Lord your God, and he will bless your bread and your water, and I will remove sickness from your midst No woman will miscarry her young or be barren in your land. I will fulfill the number of your days. I will send my terror before you, and I will alarm all the people whom you encounter. I will make all your enemies turn their backs to you. I will send hornets before you that will drive out the Hivite, the Canaanite, and the Hittite before you. I will not drive them out before you in one year, lest the land become desolate and the wild animals multiply against you. Little by little I will drive them out before you, until you become fruitful and inherit the land. I will set your boundaries from the Red Sea to the Sea of the Philistines, and from the desert to the river. For I will deliver the inhabitants of the land into your hand, and you will drive them out before you. You must make no covenant with them or with their gods, They must not live in your land, lest they make you sin against me. For if you serve their gods, it will surely be a snare to you. Exodus chapter 24 But to Moses the Lord said, Come up to the Lord, you and Aaron, Nadab and Abihu, and seventy of the elders of Israel, and worship from a distance. Moses alone may come near the Lord, but the others must not come near, nor may the people go up with him. Moses came and told the people all the Lord's words and all the decisions. All the people answered together, We are willing to do the words that the Lord has said. And Moses wrote down all the words of the Lord. Early in the morning he built an altar at the foot of the mountain, and arranged twelve standing stones according to the twelve tribes of Israel. He sent young Israelite men, and they offered burnt offerings and sacrificed young bulls for peace offerings to the Lord. Moses took half of the blood and put it in bowls, and half of the blood he splashed on the altar. He took the book of the covenant and read it aloud to the people, and they said, We are willing to do and obey all that the Lord has spoken. So Moses took the blood and splashed it on the people and said, This is the blood of the covenant that the Lord has made with you in accordance with all these words. Moses and Aaron, Nadab and Abihu, and the seventy elders of Israel went up, and they saw the God of Israel. Under his feet there was something like a pavement made of sapphire, clear like the sky itself. But he did not lay a hand on the leaders of the Israelites, So they saw God, and they ate, and they drank. The Lord said to Moses, Come up to me on the mountain, and remain there, and I will give you the stone tablets, 
with the law and the commandments that I have written, so that you may teach them. So Moses set out with Joshua, his attendant, and Moses went up the mountain of God. He told the elders, Wait for us in this place until we return to you. Here are Aaron and Hur with you. Whoever has any matters of dispute can approach them. Moses went up the mountain, and the cloud covered the mountain. The glory of the Lord resided on Mount Sinai, and the cloud covered it for six days. On the seventh day, he called to Moses from within the cloud. Now the appearance of the glory of the Lord was like a devouring fire on the top of the mountain, in plain view of the people. Moses went into the cloud when he went up the mountain, and Moses was on the mountain forty days and forty nights. Exodus chapter 25 The Lord spoke to Moses, Tell the Israelites to take an offering for me. From every person motivated by a willing heart, you are to receive my offering. This is the offering you are to accept from them. Gold, silver, bronze, blue, purple, scarlet, fine linen, goat's hair, ramskins dyed red, fine leather, acacia wood, oil for the light, spices for the anointing oil and for fragrant incense, onyx stones, and other gems to be set in the ephod and in the breastpiece. Let them make for me a sanctuary, so that I may live among them. According to all that I am showing you, the pattern of the tabernacle and the pattern of all its furnishings, you must make it exactly so. They are to make an ark of acacia wood. Its length is to be 45 inches, its width 27 inches, and its height 27 inches. You are to overlay it with pure gold. Both inside and outside you must overlay it. And you are to make a surrounding border of gold over it. You are to cast four gold rings for it and put them on its four feet with two rings on one side and two rings on the other side. You are to make poles of acacia wood, overlay them with gold, and put the poles into the rings at the sides of the ark, in order to carry the ark with them. The poles must remain in the rings of the ark, they must not be removed from it. You are to put into the ark the testimony that I will give to you. You are to make an atonement lid of pure gold. Its length is to be 45 inches, and its width is to be 27 inches. You are to make two cherubim of gold. You are to make them of hammered metal on the two ends of the atonement lid. Make one cherub on one end and one cherub on the other end. For the atonement lid, you are to make the cherubim on the two ends. The cherubim are to be spreading their wings upward, overshadowing the atonement lid with their wings, and the cherubim are to face each other, looking toward the atonement lid. You are to put the atonement lid on top of the ark, and in the ark you are to put the testimony I am giving you. I will meet with you there, and from above the atonement lid, from between the two cherubim that are over the ark of the testimony, I will speak with you about all that I will command you for the Israelites. You are to make a table of acacia wood. Its length is to be 36 inches. Its width 
18 inches, and its height 27 inches. You are to overlay it with pure gold, and you are to make a surrounding border of gold for it. You are to make a surrounding frame for it about three inches broad, and you are to make a surrounding border of gold for its frame. You are to make four rings of gold for it, and attach the rings at the four corners where its four legs are. The rings are to be close to the frame to provide places for the poles to carry the table. You are to make the poles of acacia wood, and overlay them with gold, so that the table may be carried with them. You are to make its plates, its ladles, its pitchers, and its bowls to be used in pouring out offerings. You are to make them of pure gold. You are to set the bread of the presence on the table before me continually. You are to make a lampstand of pure gold. The lampstand is to be made of hammered metal. Its base and its shaft, its cups, its buds, and its blossoms are to be from the same piece. Six branches are to extend from the sides of the lampstand, three branches of the lampstand from one side of it, and three branches of the lampstand from the other side of it. Three cups, shaped like almond flowers, with buds and blossoms, are to be on one branch, and three cups, shaped like almond flowers with buds and blossoms, are to be on the next branch, and the same for the six branches extending from the lampstand. On the lampstand there are to be four cups, shaped like almond flowers with buds and blossoms, with a bud under the first two branches from it, and a bud under the next two branches from it, and a bud under the third two branches from it, according to the six branches that extend from the lampstand. Their buds and their branches will be one piece, all of it one hammered piece of pure gold. You are to make its seven lamps, and then set its lamps up on it, so that it will give light to the area in front of it. Its trimmers and its trays are to be of pure gold. About seventy-five pounds of pure gold is to be used for it and for all these utensils. Now be sure to make them according to the pattern you were shown on the mountain. Exodus chapter 26. The tabernacle itself you are to make with ten curtains of fine twisted linen, and blue and purple and scarlet. You are to make them with cherubim that are the work of an artistic designer. The length of each curtain is to be forty-two feet, and the width of each curtain is to be six feet, the same size for each of the curtains. Five curtains are to be joined, one to another, and the other five curtains are to be joined, one to another. You are to make loops of blue material along the edges of the end curtain in one set, and in the same way you are to make loops in the outer edge of the end curtain in the second set. You are to make fifty loops on the one curtain, and you are to make fifty loops on the end curtain which is on the second set, so that the loops are opposite one to another. You are to make fifty gold clasps, and join the curtains together with the clasps, so that the tabernacle is a unit. You are to make curtains of goat's hair for a tent over the tabernacle. You are to make eleven curtains. The length of each curtain is to be forty-five feet, and the width of each curtain is to be six feet. 
the same size for the eleven curtains. You are to join five curtains by themselves, and six curtains by themselves. You are to double over the sixth curtain at the front of the tent. You are to make fifty loops along the edge of the end curtain in one set, and fifty loops along the edge of the curtain that joins the second set. You are to make fifty bronze clasps, and put the clasps into the loops, and join the tent together, so that it is a unit. Now the part that remains of the curtains of the tent, the half curtain that remains, will hang over at the back of the tabernacle, the foot and a half on the one side, and the foot and a half on the other side of what remains is the length of the curtains of the tent will hang over the sides of the tabernacle, on one side and on the other side, to cover it. You are to make a covering for the tent out of ramskins dyed red, and over that a covering of fine leather. You are to make the frames for the tabernacle out of acacia wood as uprights. Each frame is to be fifteen feet long, and each frame is to be twenty-seven inches wide, with two projections per frame, parallel one to another. You are to make all the frames of the tabernacle in this way. So you are to make the frames for the tabernacle, twenty frames for the south side, and you are to make forty silver bases to go under the twenty frames, two bases under the first frame for its two projections, and likewise two bases under the next frame, with its two projections. And for the second side of the tabernacle, the north side, twenty frames, and there are forty silver bases, two bases under the first frame, and two bases under the next frame. And for the back of the tabernacle on the west, you will make six frames. You will make two frames for the corners of the tabernacle on the back. At the two corners, they must be doubled at the lower end, and finished together at the top in one ring. So it will be for both. So there are to be eight frames, and their silver bases, sixteen bases, two bases under the first frame, and two bases under the next frame. You are to make bars of acacia wood, five for the frames on one side of the tabernacle, and five bars for the frames on the second side of the tabernacle, and five bars for the frames on the back of the tabernacle on the west. The middle bar in the center of the frame will reach from end to end. You are to overlay the frames with gold, and make their rings of gold, to provide places for the bars. And you are to overlay the bars with gold. You are to set up the tabernacle according to the plan that you were shown on the mountain. You are to make a special curtain of blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, and fine twisted linen. It is to be made with cherubim, the work of an artistic designer. You are to hang it with gold hooks on four posts of acacia wood, overlaid with gold, set in four silver bases. You are to hang this curtain under the clasps, and bring the Ark of the Testimony in there behind the curtain. The curtain will make a division for you, between the holy place and the most holy place. You are to put the atonement lid on the Ark of the Testimony in the most holy place. You are to put the table outside the curtain, and the lampstand on the south side of the tabernacle, opposite the table. And you are to place the table on the north side. You are to make a hanging for the entrance of the tent of blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, and fine twisted linen, the work of an embroiderer. 
You are to make for the hanging five posts of acacia wood, and overlay them with gold, and their hooks will be gold, and you are to cast five bronze bases for them. Exodus chapter 27 You are to make the altar of acacia wood, seven and a half feet long, seven and a half feet wide. The altar is to be square, and its height is to be four and a half feet. You are to make its four horns on its four corners. Its horns will be part of it, and you are to overlay it with bronze. You are to make its pots for the ashes, its shovels, its tossing bowls, its meat hooks, and its firepans. You are to make all its utensils of bronze. You are to make a grating for it, a network of bronze. And you are to make on the network four bronze rings on its four corners. You are to put it under the ledge of the altar below, so that the network will come halfway up the altar. You are to make poles for the altar, poles of acacia wood. And you are to overlay them with bronze. The poles are to be put into the rings, so that the poles will be on two sides of the altar when carrying it. You are to make the altar hollow, out of boards, just as it was shown you on the mountain, so they must make it. You are to make the courtyard of the tabernacle. For the south side, there are to be hangings for the courtyard of fine twisted linen, 150 feet long for one side, with twenty posts and their twenty bronze bases, with the hooks of the posts and their bands of silver. Likewise for its length on the north side, there are to be hangings for one hundred fifty feet, with twenty posts and their twenty bronze bases, with silver hooks and bands on the posts. The width of the court on the west side is to be seventy-five feet with hangings, with their ten posts and their ten bases. The width of the court on the east side, toward the sunrise, is to be seventy-five feet. The hangings on one side of the gate are to be twenty-two and a half feet long, with their three posts and their three bases. On the second side, there are to be hangings twenty-two and a half feet long, with their three posts and their three bases. For the gate of the courtyard, there is to be a curtain of thirty feet, of blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, and fine twisted linen, the work of an embroiderer, with four posts and their four bases. All the posts around the courtyard are to have silver bands. Their hooks are to be silver, and their bases bronze. The length of the courtyard is to be 150 feet, and the width 75 feet, and the height of the fine twisted linen hangings is to be seven and a half feet, with their bronze bases. All the utensils of the tabernacle used in all its service, all its tent pegs, and all the tent pegs of the courtyard are to be made of bronze. You are to command the Israelites that they bring to you pure oil of pressed olives for the light, so that the lamps will burn regularly. In the tent of meeting, outside the curtain that is before the testimony, Aaron and his sons are to arrange it from evening to morning before the Lord. This is to be a lasting ordinance among the Israelites for generations to come.
Exodus chapter 28. And you, bring near to you your brother Aaron, and his sons with him from among the Israelites, so that they may minister as my priests, Aaron, Nadab, and Abihu, Eleazar, and Ithamar, Aaron's sons. You must make holy garments for your brother Aaron, for glory and for beauty. You are to speak to all who are specially skilled, whom I have filled with the spirit of wisdom, so that they may make Aaron's garments, to set him apart, to minister as my priest. Now these are the garments that they are to make, a breastpiece, an ephod, a robe, a fitted tunic, a turban, and a sash. They are to make holy garments for your brother Aaron and for his sons, that they may minister as my priests. The artisans are to use the gold, blue, purple, scarlet, and fine linen. They are to make the ephod of gold, blue, purple, scarlet, and fine twisted linen, the work of an artistic designer. It is to have two shoulder pieces attached to two of its corners, so it can be joined together. The artistically woven waistband of the ephod that is on it is to be like it, of one piece with the ephod, of gold, blue, purple, scarlet, and fine twisted linen. You are to take two onyx stones and engrave on them the names of the sons of Israel, six of their names on one stone and the six remaining names on the second stone, according to the order of their birth. You are to engrave the two stones with the names of the sons of Israel, with the work of an engraver in stone, like the engravings of a seal. You are to have them set in gold filigree settings. You are to put the two stones on the shoulders of the ephod, stones of memorial for the sons of Israel, and Aaron will bear their names before the Lord on his two shoulders for a memorial. You are to make filigree settings of gold and two braided chains of pure gold, like a cord, and attach the chains to the settings. You are to make a breastpiece for use in making decisions, the work of an artistic designer. You are to make it in the same fashion as the ephod. You are to make it of gold, blue, purple, scarlet, and fine twisted linen. It is to be square when doubled, nine inches long and nine inches wide. You are to set it in a setting for stones, four rows of stones, a row with a ruby, a topaz, and a barrel, the first row, and the second row, a turquoise, a sapphire, and an emerald. And the third row, a jacinth, an agate, and an amethyst. And the fourth row, a chrysolite, an onyx, and a jasper. They are to be enclosed in gold in their filigree settings. The stones are to be for the names of the sons of Israel, twelve, according to the number of their names. Each name, according to the twelve tribes, is to be like the engravings of a seal. You are to make for the breastpiece braided chains like cords of pure gold. You are to make for the breastpiece two gold rings, and attach the two rings to the upper two ends of the breastpiece. You are to attach the two gold chains to the two rings at the ends of the breastpiece and the other two ends of the chain you will attach to the two settings, and then attach them to the shoulder pieces of the ephod at the front of it. You are to make two rings of gold, and put them on the other two ends of the breastpiece, 
on its edge that is on the inner side of the ephod. You are to make two more gold rings and attach them to the bottom of the two shoulder pieces at the front of the ephod, close to the juncture above the waistband of the ephod. They are to tie the breastpiece by its rings to the rings of the ephod by blue cord, so that it may be above the waistband of the ephod, and so that the breastpiece will not be loose from the ephod. Aaron will bear the names of the sons of Israel in the breastpiece of decision over his heart when he goes into the holy place for a memorial before the Lord continually. You are to put the Urim and the Thummim into the breastpiece of decision, and they are to be over Aaron's heart when he goes in before the Lord. Aaron is to bear the decisions of the Israelites over his heart before the Lord continually. You are to make the robe of the ephod completely blue. There is to be an opening in its top in the center of it, with an edge all around the opening, the work of a weaver, like the opening of a collar, so that it cannot be torn. You are to make pomegranates of blue, purple, and scarlet all around its hem, and bells of gold between them all around. The pattern is to be a gold bell and a pomegranate, a gold bell and a pomegranate, all around the hem of the robe. The robe is to be on Aaron as he ministers, and his sound will be heard when he enters the holy place before the Lord, and when he leaves, so that he does not die. You are to make a plate of pure gold, and engrave on it, the way a seal is engraved, holiness to the Lord. You are to attach it to a blue cord, so that it will be on the turban, it is to be on the front of the turban. It will be on Aaron's forehead. And Aaron will bear the iniquity of the holy things, which the Israelites are to sanctify by all their holy gifts. It will always be on his forehead, for their acceptance before the Lord. You are to weave the tunic of fine linen, and make the turban of fine linen, and make the sash the work of an embroiderer. For Aaron's sons, you are to make tunics, sashes, and headbands for glory and for beauty. You are to clothe them, your brother Aaron and his sons with him, and anoint them, and ordain them, and set them apart as holy, so that they may minister as my priests. Make for them linen undergarments to cover their naked bodies. They must cover from the waist to the thighs. These must be on Aaron and his sons when they enter the tent of meeting, or when they approach the altar, to minister in the holy place, so that they bear no iniquity and die. It is to be a perpetual ordinance for him and for his descendants after him. Exodus chapter 29 Now this is what you are to do for them to consecrate them, so that they may minister as my priests. Take a young bull, and two rams without blemish, and bread made without yeast, and perforated cakes without yeast mixed with oil, and wafers without yeast spread with oil. You are to make them using fine wheat flour. You are to put them in one basket, and present them in the basket, along with the bull and the two rams. You are to present Aaron and his sons at the entrance of the tent of meeting. You are to wash them with water, and take the garments, and clothe Aaron with the tunic, 
the robe of the ephod, the ephod, and the breastpiece. You are to fasten the ephod on him by using the skillfully woven waistband. You are to put the turban on his head, and put the holy diadem on the turban. You are to take the anointing oil and pour it on his head, and anoint him. You are to present his sons, and clothe them with tunics, and wrap the sashes around Aaron and his sons, and put headbands on them. And so the ministry of priesthood will belong to them by a perpetual ordinance. Thus you are to consecrate Aaron and his sons. You are to present the bull at the front of the tent of meeting, and Aaron and his sons are to put their hands on the head of the bull. You are to kill the bull before the Lord at the entrance to the tent of meeting, and take some of the blood of the bull and put it on the horns of the altar with your finger. All the rest of the blood you are to pour out at the base of the altar. You are to take all the fat that covers the entrails, and the lobe that is above the liver, and the two kidneys, and the fat that is on them, and burn them on the altar. But the meat of the bull, its skin, and its dung, you are to burn up outside the camp. It is the purification offering. You are to take one ram, and Aaron and his sons are to lay their hands on the ram's head, and you are to kill the ram, and take its blood, and splash it all around on the altar. Then you are to cut the ram into pieces, and wash the entrails and its legs, and put them on its pieces and on its head, and burn the whole ram on the altar. It is a burnt offering to the Lord, a soothing aroma. It is an offering made by fire to the Lord. You are to take the second ram, and Aaron and his sons are to lay their hands on the ram's head. And you are to kill the ram, and take some of its blood, and put it on the tip of the right ear of Aaron, on the tip of the right ear of his sons, on the thumb of their right hand, and on the big toe of their right foot, and then splash the blood all around the altar. You are to take some of the blood that is on the altar, and some of the anointing oil, and sprinkle it on Aaron, on his garments, on his sons, and on his sons' garments with him, so that he may be holy, he and his garments, along with his sons and his sons' garments. You are to take from the ram the fat, the fat tail, the fat that covers the entrails, the lobe of the liver, the two kidneys, and the fat that is on them, and the right thigh, for it is the ram for consecration and one round flat cake of bread, one perforated cake of oiled bread, and one wafer from the basket of bread made without yeast that is before the Lord. You are to put all these in Aaron's hands, and in his son's hands, and you are to wave them as a wave offering before the Lord. Then you are to take them from their hands and burn them on the altar for a burnt offering, for a soothing aroma before the Lord. It is an offering made by fire to the Lord. You are to take the breast of the ram of Aaron's consecration. You are to wave it as a wave offering before the Lord, and it is to be your share. You are to sanctify the breast of the wave offering and the thigh of the contribution, which were waved and lifted up as a contribution from the ram of consecration, from what belongs to Aaron and to his sons. It is to belong to Aaron and to his sons from the Israelites by a perpetual ordinance, for it is a contribution. 
It is to be a contribution from the Israelites, from their peace offerings, their contribution to the Lord. The holy garments that belong to Aaron are to belong to his sons after him, so that they may be anointed in them and consecrated in them. The priest who succeeds him from his sons, when he first comes to the tent of meeting to minister in the holy place, is to wear them for seven days. You are to take the ram of the consecration and cook its meat in a holy place. Aaron and his sons are to eat the meat of the ram and the bread that was in the basket at the entrance of the tent of meeting. They are to eat those things by which atonement was made to consecrate and to set them apart, but no one else may eat them, for they are holy. If any of the meat from the consecration offerings or any of the bread is left over until morning, then you are to burn up what is left over. It must not be eaten, because it is holy. Thus you are to do for Aaron and for his sons, according to all that I have commanded you. You are to consecrate them for seven days. Every day you are to prepare a bull for a purification offering for atonement. You are to purify the altar by making atonement for it, and you are to anoint it to set it apart as holy. For seven days you are to make atonement for the altar and set it apart as holy. Then the altar will be most holy. Anything that touches the altar will be holy. Now this is what you are to prepare on the altar every day continually. Two lambs a year old. The first lamb you are to prepare in the morning, and the second lamb you are to prepare around sundown. With the first lamb, offer a tenth of an ephah of fine flour, mixed with a fourth of a hin of oil from pressed olives, and a fourth of a hin of wine as a drink offering. The second lamb you are to offer around sundown. You are to prepare it for the same meal offering as for the morning, and the same drink offering, for a soothing aroma, an offering made by fire to the Lord. This will be a regular burnt offering throughout your generations at the entrance of the tent of meeting before the Lord, where I will meet with you to speak to you there. There I will meet with the Israelites, and it will be set apart as holy by my glory. So I will set apart as holy the tent of meeting and the altar, and I will set apart as holy Aaron and his sons, that they may minister as priests to me. I will reside among the Israelites, and I will be their God. And they will know that I am the Lord their God, who brought them out from the land of Egypt, so that I may reside among them. I am the Lord their God.